Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste, or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products, because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. At JCPenney, fashion counts for everybody and every body. The weather is getting warmer and it's time to swap my winter layers for fun, vibrant and cool clothing with so many fun things happening this spring like Mother's Day and the wind down tour. It's hard to find great looking clothes that fit you just right. That's why I love JCPenney. JCPenney has so many stylish and comfortable options for so many different body types. I've been blown away by their selection and everything hugs my body in all the right spots. Refresh your wardrobe this spring with style that gets you. Something to wear that fits your favorite moments of the season at prices that feel just as good. Discover brands that get you and put style and comfort first, like Worthington and Liz Claiborne for her, each in women's petite and plus sizes. Here, spring comes in all shapes, sizes, and colors. JCPenney, make everybody count. Welcome to Worst Year Ever, a production of iHeartRadio. To the worst year ever. My name's Katie Stoll. Oh. My name isn't Katie Stoll. So there. What are you it do could be. That, Katie? I'm gonna file a complaint in a court of law. Yeah. Fighting already. Oh, jeez. Oh, heck, guys. Oh, jeez. Jeez. Well, Hi, that's Cody. Cody. Yep. Cody. Mm-hmm. And I'm mm-hmm. Robert. Um, talking to you all from the anarchist jurisdiction of Portland, Oregon. <laughs> Not to be confused uh, with the anarchist jurisdiction of Seattle, Washington. No, or New York City. A very York exciting City, yeah. week for the anarchist movement. Um, after, I, honestly, after decades of struggle, we they did it. They did it. a region <laughs> yeah. of some 26 million people, um, and the federal government has surrendered. So, very exciting times to be an anarchist. Mm-hmm. Completely different world that we live in every single week. Yeah. Frustrating that there's still all of these police officers on the street. I didn't expect that in my anarchist jurisdiction. Huh. It's confusing. I didn't expect there to be jurisdictions in my anarchist anything. Right. In- um, inherently a bit of an oxymoron. Yeah, yeah. Anarchists don't believe in juris as a, as a general rule. <laughs> or diction. Not, not a whole lot in diction either. Yeah. Um, not, a hi- but- not a hierarchical uh, ideology. No, um, no, not 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 one where you tend to have borders. In fact, that's kind of one of the things you're not allowed to, to you're not supposed to do. I mean, not allowed. Like if kind there of, was like a report you, about like, like the police spying on people's phone calls in Portland during protests to find out the that's hierarchy a cool report. Of, mm-hmm. uh, of the anarchists. Maybe that's like, okay, well, is there one? Yeah. 
See, Cody, this is why when the protests were at their height, I would call you every week and just talk about crimes. Yeah, it was yeah, to, throwing to, them off uh, the scent. <clears throat> throw them off the uh, <laughs> etc. Yeah. 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 That's, um, the, that's the call. Just just chatting about felonies with my buddy Cody. Hmm? I'm sitting here. Possible, possible felonies, not like probable felonies. No, theoretical felonies. Sing here trying desperately to figure out how to pivot this conversation into the topic that we're discussing this week. It you know who fun. loved felonies? <laughs> Ruth Bader Ginsburg. Oh, God. I don't Jur- know. Jur- jurisdiction. The word jurisdiction, I feel like. Could All have, of this could ties into Ruth Bader yeah. Ginsburg. Famed anarchist. Mm-hmm. Famed anarchist, RBG, the, the resistance no- hero. The notorious. Um, died died spying RBG. on Robert and my phone calls. Yes. Guys. That's what, um, oh, maybe that was too far. <laughs> I mean, I, <laughs> Cody. I, don't, I don't know, man. Uh, We're on very good. different wavelengths, but I'm into it. Um. <laughs> yeah. No. We we are we are here today to talk about Ruth Bader Ginsburg, her passing, the implications, what this means, the fight that we have ahead, all of that really jolly stuff. You guys ready for this? No, in no way am I ready for this. No, I don't think anybody is, or was, or can be. But here we go. On Friday. <laughs> That's right, Sophie. That size is exactly <laughs> right. On Friday, every American uh, with a conscious collectively tweeted fuck. F- I was going to say yelled fuck. I wrote yell. We all yelled fuck <laughs> or tweeted it or texted a lot of, it. Whatever. A lot of fucks on the timeline. Just an insta- instantaneous uh, reverberation across the country uh, when we all saw that headline pop up on our phones. Um, but yes. RBG has passed away from complications of metastatic pancreatic cancer at the age of 87. Um, This is, yeah, it's hard. I I don't need to explain what the potential implications, sorry, hold on. Um, I don't think we need to explain what the potential implications of this loss means for reproductive rights, for voting rights, for our future it's all very daunting and dire, um, and it's messy. I'm, I'm going to be a little personal here. It's messy for me. Uh, my emotions surrounding her death, it really hit me hard. It still is hitting me hard. I feel emotional even right now talking about it. Um, and this is a generalization, I'm sh- definitely, but at least in my circle, I'm seeing that women in particular are really feeling this loss like down into our core. There's a lot of fear and grief, um, you know, what, what she's done for women is undeniable. Um, what we all stand to lose is undeniable. Uh, and it's very deep uh, feeling for me. Um, and I don't mean to suggest that other, that men aren't also feeling this kind of fear and pain, but she repre- represented so much for she, women. She was a, if when you, when you thought of RBG, you thought of hope, you thought of strength, you thought of wisdom. You thought of possibility. You know, uh, you you thought of like she she got her seat at the table and she wanted she wanted yeah. to give you yours. She showed us that it's possible. She you know she she changed things for a lot of women for all women, but at the same time, grief is messy. Even with how sad I am, uh, at the same time, I'm also feeling a lot of frustration and anger towards her. Yeah, 
if I'm being honest, you know, yeah, for not probably retiring. a bad call yeah. not to leave I mean, in 2012 or whenever. Yeah. You can be I, mad at people who have a lot of power uh, over society and the choices that they make. Yeah, even absolutely. If, even along yeah, I mean, it's the it is it is going back to anarchism. One of the things, one of the reasons that I think there's a lot of wisdom in anarchism is that when you when you start building these horizontal systems, the people on top of them get addicted to being in that position. And even if they're there to want to do good things, it's very hard for those people to step back and maybe take a decision that is right for everyone else if sure. it means them not being in that position anymore. Because being in those positions is addictive, which is why they're bad. Yeah, I mean... I might look, say. Look... I, I do, and I, I agree with you. I I see other sides of this conversation, but at my core, I agree with you. I mean, if she had chosen to step down during Obama's first term, uh, it definitely would have been safe. Her seat definitely would have been safe. Um, and, you know, and, and and it's tricky, you know. Within my circle of friends, I've brought this up, and at first there was a lot of resistance. Like one of my friends was like, please don't do that right now. And I was like, I'm sorry, I'm not trying to, you know, um, diminish your grief. I'm feeling that too. I I just also feel like both of these things can be true. And then a few days later, other friends in this text chain were like, you know what, I've been thinking about it and I agree with you. And I think that that's a really important thing that we need to, to allow for ourselves. Like our heroes aren't infallible. They make mistakes. I, I, I read a, a New York Times piece about why she chose not to retire and it's definitely in her defense, but there's some truth to it. You know, it, it tries to shed some light on this decision. And, you know, they point out how the thrust of her work hasn't been women deserve this chance more than men. It's that women deserve equality. And after Sandra Day O'Connor left uh, for a long time, she, you know, she was the only woman on the court. And, you know, there still isn't enough, aren't enough women on the court. And so there's something I, I understand how they're. Yes, power and all of that stuff, 100% is, is wrapped up in that. She has things that she wanted to see done, and, and our lifetimes are so short in the grand scheme of things, and you want to make every, every last moment out of it. But that's also kind of a criticism about like American work ethic and capitalism in general, that we feel that people have to change the world, that all of this burden is on you know your lifetime, and that's all you For got. life, yeah. For life. And and I want to talk about that in a second. But you know, you know, Sandra Day O'Connor also talked about how much she regretted her choice to leave when she did. Um, and then you look at her peers, Ginsburg's peers, you know, old men that aren't retiring, you know. So there there is an element of that. But then, like you said, Robert, there's also just let's not discount the fact that people in power like to stay in power. Um Right. And it wasn't just her at the time, too, like even like when people were bringing up like oh, she's had cancer a couple times she falls she's like getting old she falls asleep during court sometimes like during that period they were calling for others to do the same thing yeah like, it wasn't it wasn't just her it was just this general uh feeling of like maybe we should deal with this now before totally. it gets yeah. too late well that's... i mean maybe logan's run was kind of right and at 35 we should just put people on an <laughs> island Mm-hmm. Well, instead it, of let them be president, thirty-five is actually the, yeah, yeah. Can I? Can uh, I well, we should, still, we should still have to be thirty-five on, gonna... to be president, but we this should also good... force all people over thirty-five onto an island, 
therefore no presidents. But we don't have to change the Constitution, which is a real pain. Yeah, and then there's this other country that's only presidents. Yeah. Um, That speaks to my next point that I was going to make, which is my frustration with her decision to continue to serve is there, but I also feel just this huge anger about this fucking system that appoints justices for lifetime. You know, it just, it just does yeah. not make any sense. Elderly people, many elderly people have their licenses taken away because it's no longer safe for them to drive. You know, but what we have allow for the fact that this person's going to age in a, you know, and develop any number of different problems that can affect their ability to serve. Not to mention just the fact that you're old and you, you know, you deserve a chance to stop. <laughs> um, she never should have been in this position. Yeah. Yeah. No, I just want to make a point to what you were saying, though. Like, she doesn't get to, she didn't get to pick her replacement. She won't get that. No, she exactly. doesn't have any sort of say in it. Um, even if it was Barack Obama picking it, you're still putting your trust into somebody else to replace you and then hope that, you know, uh, a bunch of other people go, yes. So, yeah, like, I mean, I, the control freak 100%. in me is like, uh, I just can, I, I, I can understand emotionally not, the decision yeah. to want to stay in many ways. That doesn't change the fact that I also think she should have retired when she had the chance. Oh, that yeah. I also think yeah. that I would have um, retired, you know? And, like, infusing stuff like that and uh, politics and systems, yes. uh, emotion doesn't belong there. Right. Uh, that's not where it's supposed to go and what it's supposed to fuel. Um, so. Yeah. Only and robots in, in positions of power from now on. That'll, that'll, yeah. that'll, that'll fix it. Well, this. you know, yeah, th- I think that's a good call. Um, I mean, I have a lot of issues with, with Ruth Bader Ginsburg, um, both with kind of some of her final decisions, one of which involved letting a pipeline get constructed on yeah. uh, indigenous land. Um, but more than anything, my issue is uh, like this is uh, is the issue that keeps coming up. It's the same issue we have with the Electoral College. It's the same issue we have with a lot of the powers of the presidency. This was a system like lifetime appointments for justices was a was an attempt to solve a problem uh, by a bunch of men who existed in a time period where all of the lights were candles and all travel was either on foot or horseback. And they were doing yeah. the best they could to develop a system that had a balance of powers. And it was it was an you impressive... died younger. Yeah, it was an impressive attempt for 200-something years ago. Uh, it's not 200-something years ago, and it's stupid to do it this way. It's just stupid, and we shouldn't. And I, I hate that that doesn't matter and never will. Yeah. Yeah, um, I mean, it's a wild idea, but maybe the best idea uh, for a nation ever wasn't thought up by these goons uh, a few hundred years ago. We keep going back that to that. By, and that's wasn't that? thought up by a group of men, 30% of whom shat themselves to death. Yeah. Statistically. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I agree with everything that you guys are saying, for sure. Um, I, I, I'm just still... Of course, she, not every decision she made. There's plenty of things that can be broken down and 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 you know criticized. Um, but she did do an undeniable. It's a huge loss. It's a huge loss. She she's done so much so much for women for equality. Um, all of that. Um, and yeah. I'm sure most of you know this, but her dying request was that my most fervent wish is that I will not be replaced until a new president 
is installed. And yet within uh, hours, yeah. See, hours, yeah. hours, Mitch McConnell, yeah. McConnell was announcing was like, that a floor <laughs> vote. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, he's announcing that it'll happen. I've got mixed feelings about that. And we're going to um, talk about that. We'll talk, okay, Cody's okay. prepared a whole section. Oh, no, no. I just Or pieces of a section. I don't know what he's prepared. Or we're going to talk about <laughs> um, what happens next. Um, but I do I do think that I'm going to um, sing a couple of Ruth's praises here Please. now uh, in memoriam. Uh, you know, she fought tirelessly for gender equality under the law. She battled sexism in her own life and career. She juggled motherhood and caring for her cancer-stricken husband, while he was, they were both still in law school. I mean, this one is amazing. She was raising kids. She was doing her own coursework. She was typing up his papers all while he was sick. Mm-hmm. Uh, as a Supreme Court justice, you know, she became a role model for female identifying people, I should say. Um, she was the first in her class at Columbia Law School. She was the first person on both the Columbia and Harvard Law Reviews. She was the second female professor at Rutgers and championed equal pay while she was there. She co-founded the first law journal on women's rights. She co-founded the Women's Rights Project at ACLU. Before she was a justice, she argued six cases before the Supreme Court and won five of them. <laughs> During this time, she solidified what became as her like signature approach um, of, of combating sexism by bringing lawsuits on behalf of men who were being untreated unequally because of their sex. Uh, basically, the thinking here was that male judges would appreciate the injustice in a case where men were the victims, but then she would like set the precedent for addressing the sexism that women suffered, uh, which is well, brilliant. yeah. I mean, sexism is a it's it affects everybody, and that's the point. Uh, but like to, approaching it's hard to get men it like to that. Realize that. <laughs> It's wild. I mean, before anybody was thinking of these things, uh, she's one of only four Supreme Court justices in history, but the first one that uh, was Jewish. Um, and and just the, the, the impact of her work in the cases that, you know, she's, she's done is seen in many facets of her life. For, I'm sure a lot of you have seen this is floating around, but I've compiled them just in case you've missed them. Uh, for example, she helped women earn the right to sign a mortgage without a man. The right for a woman to have a bank account without a male co-signer. Jesus the right Christ. to have a job without being discriminated based on your gender. The right for women to be pregnant and have kids and work. See, I'm getting emotional again. Sorry. I'm crying. <laughs> <laughs> That's this year for you. The right to a pension equal to her male counterparts. The right for men to receive a widower's social security benefits. The right for a woman to put her husband on her health insurance, if, if, if the employer covered workers, uh, male workers' wives, um, which is yet another equal rights victory. Uh, and, and that's just a small list of, of some of the stuff that she's done. I know what? that some of you are feeling the way I'm feeling. I see Sophia's. <laughs> um, and you're feeling pretty disheartened um, by this and this moment in time. Um, and I know you're exhausted. I'm exhausted, too. Uh, people keep pointing to how Ruth Bader Ginsburg fought all her life and, you know, all of the seemingly insurmountable obstacles that she overcame. I'm like, okay, that's unhelpful. <laughs> like, <laughs> like what, what am I supposed to do? But there is an inspiration, I think, that you can find for your own personal life, you know, because the answer is that you just you do what you can and you keep showing up. Um, for your family and for yourself. 
you donate, you, you do mutual aid, call your fucking senators, I guess. I don't know. Cody's going <laughs> to talk more about what happens next. And and I'm, I'm not trying to be overly corny here right now, but at least a percentage of our listeners is having a hard time with this. So I I just wanted to put that in there. That um, Thank you, Kay. Of course. Yeah. Yeah. And f- like going. Ruth, Ruth is an example of somebody who with so much strength that as one person, you can make such an impact for so many different people. Yeah. It, it's just wild. The number, the types of things she had to fight about. Like I've known for a while yeah. that there was a period of time where women couldn't have checking accounts on their own. Um, and it was like the seventies. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, it just, it's just fucking wild. Um, how recently all that started to change. Yeah. Um, yeah. The and, fact that somebody, yeah. uh, that she got very old and died, um, and was alive for those fights too. Yeah. 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 And um, that we've had to, you know, rely on one almost 90 year old woman as our like last big hope for, for, it kills me. It kills it me really to think of somebody me. who knows that they're dying, and she just and also wants knows that you can't die. Thing. She's like, she, every, everybody's going, "Oh yeah, we'll be we'll be fine as long as RBG." I, I mean, I well, I and I hate we'll that. be fine. We'll be fine as long as, as RBG will hold on. But it, have we you seen her be push up? It'll be fine. Right, the fact you know? that all that come, year it always makes me angry. Like, well, at least she's still kicking it. It's like, well, that's yeah, I mean, that's I, I have not been. I like I've been fucking scared as hell because she's yeah. had pancreatic cancer. Yeah, I've I've hated so this many year. Times. This threat. Well, and, and I mean, that it comes wedding back photo to... of her officiating that wedding without the mask yeah. is like, don't do that either. I mean, I know it didn't. Yeah, what was do, up? Yeah, okay. So but I mean, but still, anyway, like, don't always make decisions I approve of. Well, right. I I mean, I, this, this is good because it comes full circle back to all of my feelings remain true and like my gratitude and my grief. I'm also angry about the situation and at her for the choices that she made. And yeah. and again. What, Grief I think it's complicated. Yeah, and it speaks like to that. what you were talking about with your text friends and stuff of like it is going to be an emotional reaction obviously like this uh person who's had this impact um is now gone and we have to deal with all this stuff um and we definitely live you know we're in like like our political culture is very like hero worshipy and stuff and uh it's not necessarily always a healthy thing to do but that's how it is and it does affect people's lives and of course you're going to have that reaction. Um and then a little while later you said like a lot of those people were like, actually, yeah, it sucks that she didn't do this and this and this. And it's kind of waking people up to those kinds of problems. Like even this, the past few days I've seen people who are like, blow it up, do this, like do this, do this. It's like, well, yeah, exactly. We Um, felt, we felt safe in Ruth's hands. We did. I didn't feel safe, but I felt like I had someone with that had my back. (laughs) Yeah. You felt supported. Safe is the wrong word. You're right. Felt supported. And now it's like, Fucking Trump is gonna get a third pick. Fucking Trump and fucking maybe not. Second, Mitch McConnell. Uh, second of the uh, past, uh, the past three presidents, two of them w- did not win the popular vote, and the most recent one uh, gets to pick three. Yeah. Uh, lifetime appointments on the Supreme Court because we live in a democracy. Is the is the deal? We've made that deal. Yeah. Not it's great. It's our, radicalizing our for to a lot have of a people. fair Supreme Court. 
an 87-year-old woman who's beaten cancer wasn't allowed to die. Yeah. She should have retired um, yeah. when she had the Well, she should have retired when she had the chance. She's exactly. already had cancer a couple times at that point. But yeah. she'd beaten it in the past. It just, you know, cancer comes back a lot. Anyway, we got to well, take a quick yeah, break. Well, yeah, if you beat it a couple times, be like, okay, well, maybe let's not tempt this. And I'll go and like. Third time's the- a charm, yeah. y'all. But uh, let's take a quick We're gonna break. Take a break. And, uh, you know what won't give you cancer? Oh, cancer. Because you already well, got it. Yeah, yeah. That, that's that's accurate. Although Actually, it, it probably would spread sometimes. and stuff. It so often I'll... gives you yeah, other you kinds of know. cancers. Like, we don't want to. Shut up! I'm not a doctor. I don't like this yeah. Yeah. But you know what will give you candy? Candy. This. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Full work limited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Like many of us, you might think identity theft will never happen to you. But consider this. There's a new identity theft victim every three seconds in the U.S. That's over 15 million people by the end of this year equal to the populations of New York, Los Angeles, and Chicago combined. Even worse, identity theft victims often don't even know they're victims. That's why LifeLock Identity Theft Protection alerts you to identity threats, even the ones that don't show up on a credit report, like data breaches, fraudulent bank transactions, loan and credit card applications, and crimes committed in your name. If your identity is stolen, your own dedicated LifeLock U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. LifeLock protects you in ways that you simply can't on your own. Join now and save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com news. That's LifeLock.com news to save up to 25%. Identity theft protection starts here. With every CBD product claiming to do something different, it's nearly impossible to decide what's best for you. Lazarus Naturals pioneered the farm-to-front-door model of transparency where they handle each step of the production process to ensure quality, potency, and consistency. Scannable labels allow you to see the test results of your hemp batch so you can be confident in the safety and quality. Visit LazarusNaturals.com today. Lazarus Naturals, committed to improving your life as well as the world around you. Not available in Idaho, Iowa, or South Dakota. And we are back from that break. Full of candy now. I feel rested. Full of candy. During the break, we had a brief conversation about whether or not we were too jokey up top talking about um, RBG. And we decided we're probably not. But Robert, you said it best. I mean, I'm fine with it. Like, there's a couple of things. Number one, just as a general rule, um, you should never be too reverent about people in power because that's not a good idea. But at the like, at the, like what's sad about this is the political implications of it. Right. Um, it's sad for her family that she's passed on. But at the end of the day, we're talking about a woman who lived an incredibly long and full life, 
who died at an age when very that very few people live to. So I, I don't yeah. feel like we're not talking about like a horrible terrorist attack here. I don't think we need hushed reverence in our tones or anything. Like again, what's sad is the political consequences of this. People, all people die, and she got to live a very, very long and full life. Um, yeah. And that's Agreed. wonderful for her and her family. And I'm sorry that they're gonna miss her, but like I'm not gonna pretend like we have to, you know. Right. Um, I mean, I will say that, right I, yeah. but yeah. there are, I, again, there are a lot of people that are hit by this, and that's okay too. Sure, and that's okay totally too. fine. Um, but yeah, I, I think the the main point that I wanted to convey is is that both things can be true. You can be critical, and um, you know, of the system of of her choices of you know our political leaders, while also honoring the things that they did that was good that were good. But now, Cody, you're going to talk to us about other things that happened next. Nah. Now, um, please. I mean, yeah, we just got to talk about uh, the fuckery. What, what we'll do? What the fuckery is up? What or what will we do? Um, and I think I mean this can be a short section. Um, uh, vote. <laughs> Good night, folks. I mean, there's a lot of things you can also do other no, than vote, no, like engage no. in a general strike. But yeah, um, yeah in no. Terms so of what I think is most immediately likely to have some effect, yeah, voting is is a thing you should do. Was, well, no. So here's how about funniest moments? I gotta be honest. <laughs> I mean, he's not wrong. Go check your voter um, registration right now. But I mean, I'm I'm not wrong technically. Um, it's, the, it's, I'm uh, what more I'm about what are we. People talk yeah. about there are options right now. No, I know. What I'm referring to when things. I say vote is all the senators online telling people to vote. Um, yeah. People yeah. did vote. We voted for you. Uh, shut the fuck up about voting in a month and a half and maybe do something. So one thing I don't think that is going to help is pointing out um, Republicans' hypocrisy um, <laughs> repeatedly over and over as if that is going to matter to anybody. Are you um, sure you don't want me to read this Lindsey Graham quote? I want I you mean, to use we my can... words against me. If there's a Republican president in 2016 and a vacancy occurs in the last year of the first term, you can say Lindsey Graham said, "Let the next let's let the next president, whoever it might be, take that nomination." You don't want yeah. me to read that quote. Um, you can read it. We can read it's... a lot of quotes. We can read a, uh, <laughs> Ted Cruz saying that he is open to keeping a vacancy on the Supreme Court open for four years under Hillary Clinton. Mm -hmm. We can do all the quotes. Um, I'm going to read an Al Franken tweet from a few days ago every gop senator who refused to give garland a vote and now agrees to vote for a trump scotus nominee will forever be remembered as a monumental hypocrite and mcconnell will live in infamy as the man who destroyed the senate and the court through his own lust for power uh this is true but who cares um it won't yep. change anybody's mind it doesn't shame anybody yeah. into changing their behavior it's just saying this out loud um and not that he's a senator and can do anything about it so okay thanks Al. i'll push Franken. back just a bit because i've seen somebody say I, I i agree with you as we say on even more news i agree with you completely about mm -hmm, the futility mm -hmm. of such things except there is um there is something about stating the obvious like this that is a reminder of like I'm not losing my mind. I've seen that argument being made, so on a personal level, I get it, but it um, doesn't change anything. But especially from leaders, it's unhelpful. Well, so right, so that's the thing. Like I think it's 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 a little better to like yeah commiserate and be like wow, look at the the truth and reality that we right. can all agree on. Um, but when it's uh, you know, Diane Feinstein just like tweeting about how this cannot stand and this stuff. It's like, well, what are you going to do about it? Um, there are they some know. things Diane. that can be done. 
Um, I mean, they know the people that the hypocrites know that they're hypocrites. Right. They know they, they don't care. We talked about this about care. climate change. We talked about this in regards to climate change in last week's episode. Uh, they know they're lying. They don't care. Again, it's their own lust for power. That's fine. Maybe you could practice this a little bit and actually exercise the power that you have. Um, so it's not constantly that line from uh, the good place where the good place people are like, well, we can't just do something, Michael. We're the good guys. <laughs> like, well, no, you can't just do something. Um, That's a really good quote. It's a good line about a lot of things. Um, yeah. But like uh, they can withhold unanimous consent, um, which is uh, like there, there are a lot of like boring things that the Senate has in place that they can utilize to slow it down to a halt. Um, and like grind the gears. One of the things that is technically good about our system, even though it's actually not good because it stalls so much, it's very slow. We have a very slow system in place uh, by design. Things happen very slowly. Um, so it's actually kind of easy to slow things down. Um, you can hold up the federal budget and shut down the government. You can uh, great just, like, to do right before an election, but yeah, I, but like, but yeah, what else is there to do? Uh, a lot of like yeah. a lot of the uh, frustrations. People, yeah. uh, Joe Biden is not going to say that we're going to pack the court. We're going to do this. We're going to do this, and so on. Like all the things that one would want him to do if you were elected down the line. Some Democrats in office are saying that we should do that, and that's good to keep saying. But also, that doesn't do anything now. It doesn't stop the actual nomination from happening. Uh, it's about 40, 50 days until the election. I don't know how many days it is until the election. It's very few days. Um, so this is going to have to be a really a real rush job for the Republicans to, to pull off. Um, and uh, like the advice that we see these days seems to be like, call Mitt Romney. Mitt Romney isn't going to be convinced by anyone by a phone call or a letter. And so this this idea that uh, Republicans are going to change their mind and we're going to get the votes is uh, ludicrous. Um, and what is all like similarly ludicrous, but maybe slightly less ludicrous, is that the Democrats are actually going to do something to stop it. Um, there are small things they can do. They just evoked uh, some like it's like a two hour rule for committees where like they can't uh, like you can't stop proceedings to go have like a, a committee meeting if it exceeds a certain amount of time. So it, it's like very boring things that the Senate can do to slow things down that they're going to try to do. Uh, Pelosi was asked recently about what we could possibly do about it. And her response, like the first part was get out and vote, which is very frustrating to hear. But the next part is that uh, she's got, she's got arrows in the quiver that she's not going to reveal yet. I've got uh, not a whole lot of confidence in the the power of those arrows and that quiver. No, um, no. And what ultimately, Robert, you alluded to is that it's going to take uh, direct action from people uh, to stop this from happening. Because one of the other things that you can do to stop this, aside from like the procedural boring shit, is to literally stop people from being able to go into that building <laughs> and do these things. Yep. Um, and one of the things that I think that um, it's going to take, it's not just the people that need to do that. It's actual senators need to lead these protests. Yeah. Like, and that's something we don't really see. There was a sit-in, I think, about gun control a few years yeah. ago. And that was, like, the last time that, like, an elected official was, like, a part of a protest. And I don't mean, like, we're, I'm marching in the march. I got the photo. Black Lives Matter. Yeah, I mean, see like, folks. getting fucking arrested. Yes, shit. exactly. Yeah. Uh, that's the thing that is necessary, really, to stop this is uh, direct action. And not just direct action, but direct action from people in power who can lead this kind of uh, so kind maybe of that's action what to we stop should it. be uh, encouraging our senators to do with so, our tweets. So that's right. So that's the other petitions. thing. 
that I wanted to sort of get at is that um, everyone's like, oh, we're going to protest Mitch McConnell's house. We're going to protest this place. We're going to do that. Um, and that's like, that's some good energy. That's good energy for what is being faced right now. But Mitch McConnell will not be convinced no matter how many people are on his front lawn. He does not care. He does not care. Yeah. Lindsey Graham is not going to be convinced by being shouted at or like getting a bunch of phone calls. There's the photo of him during Kavanaugh of a woman shouting at him from behind. And he's, he's like smiling, adjusting his tie. It's a meme. It's, cool. it's very frustrating to see. Um, but like they don't care. Um, people that do care that can be pushed around kind of are Democrats. Democrats love being pushed around. It's how they they do. It's what they fucking do. And so what needs to happen, I would say is that this energy this like, we're going to protest this person energy, protest the democratic party to do the things that need to be done, push them to do what needs to be done. That's where I think a lot of this energy is going to be the most useful. If you can convince actual Democrats in power who are senators to not just be like, well, if we can invoke this rule, then maybe they'll slow down. No, what convince you... them, convince them to block the doors. Convince How about them the, like Susan Collins and the Chuck Grassley's. Do you think I wouldn't, they are I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I wouldn't say they're the type of uh, Democrats that I'm referring to. Okay. Um, <laughs> I, I mean, but I mean, those, those are the people like Susan Collins is like, okay, well, I'm not going to vote for this or whoever. Like we've got like the vote count is already happening. I'm talking about maybe some people on the younger side uh, who have a lot of passion still for, for what they're doing. Um, pushing them to, lead and participate in uh this yeah, kind absolutely. of action that is necessary I, and i don't think they I, should actually, lead it because they're not Collins going just, to you're but. i'm not sure if you're joking she is a republican and said that she wouldn't feel comfortable right we've already got like okay but the she, vote the vote stuff i do but not I mean, trust like, that but i do think of her as someone that might be more susceptible than a lindsey graham right, right but like but again it's like not Focusing on the vote aspect I of agree. it. Like, who's got yeah. the vote? I who's got the saying. vote? There's a lot of, like, well, is Romney going to do it? Maybe Rubio will say, like, whatever. Uh, Never depend on Let's Rubio. not focus on getting the vote down right now. Focus on, like, stopping it from yes. happening. Yeah. Stop it. Yeah. No, um, I hear you. Yeah. I'm not telling you to stop it. I'm just saying, like, every, gener- generally, that should be the goal. Um, and that's where this energy should go. Um I, I would say like that's what I like in just in reading like here's what Democrats say that are they're gonna do here's what our possible possibilities I don't know I've sorry I've I've like rambled on a lot about like no I love uh, it about this no um, I mean that I just love it when you to- urge people to disrupt the uh, institutions of government for political that's what it's gonna uh, take at this point yeah no I, the, I did because, I agree with you entirely. Yeah. The uh, no Republicans don't care. They Trump don't care. Get another lifetime appointment, say. I mean, he's had what, 200, 200 plus? Yeah. And Republicans Republicans are power More, hungry yeah. hypocrites who will do it, stop at nothing to uh, continue what they've been continuing. And Democrats love getting pushed around. They so love it. Uh, maybe we can push them around to actually be uh, do a, a little bit of what uh, the current powerful party is doing cody Um, so you're saying don't be shocked that politicians do stuff for political gain part one and to burn it down that's about it that's a good um and encourage encourage the um you know and vote the the uh the and and vote and vote and vote but yeah encourage uh encourage uh use use a lot of your like lindsey graham how dare you energy 
on the people who can actually do something about it. Um, which also is the people, uh, not our elected officials. So it's hard to find um, positive, hopeful paths <laughs> that are short of just doing something drastic, like you're suggesting and what you're saying. I, I want to say, yes, call your senators. I want to give people tangible things that they can do, but I don't believe in petitions working. <laughs> yeah. I believe in uh, the fact that it feels good mm-hmm. to put oh, it feels your great. name you on sign something. Your, you're like, yeah. I believe I... in the fact that there's a long list of people that say no to this and yes to this, and, and we sign and put our stamp on it, but it's also very it's incentivizing of actually doing something tangible. It's been years of this shit. Um, it's weeks before the election. Maybe like petitions and, and calling uh, Lindsey Graham and leaving him a message isn't actually what's going to do it. Yeah. yeah. Um, I think uh, people are coming around to that, this sort of radicalization, like you were talking about, Katie, with like people are grieving in this text chain. But then eventually they're like, yeah, it kind of sucks that this didn't happen. Wow, our system kind of sucks. Um, my a good friend of mine whose uh, dad has been a lifelong Republican, uh, like like very like Republican, uh, like conservative guy, um, is now sending, uh, again, maybe not the most effective thing, but very, I think, hopeful, sending letters uh, to his elected officials complaining about uh, how they're like, bowing to fascists and jim jordan and like him. all this kind of stuff and yeah. it's like the, and like knowing that person um that's wild that yeah. they've gotten to that point yeah um i, I i'll say this i'm gonna <laughs> i don't know if this, this is even in the realm of possibility but a, a, one thing that i've seen floated around that people talk about is you know expanding the Supreme Court or changing, going in and, and doing something to change uh, term limits, expanding the number of justices on the Supreme Court. Curious yeah. to hear what your guys' thoughts on, on those, um, whether it's realistic, whether you think that helps. Oh, I mean, all, all for these kinds of moves. Yeah, the system um, sucks. I think it's, yeah, it's frustrating to see uh, a lot of uh, People like like an Ed Markey or uh, Elizabeth Warren calling for those kinds of things, and then Biden uh, on the other side is like frustrated with them saying it. Like we're not going to do that. And like earlier did like last night he like bragged about beating the socialist, um, which is kind of frustrating to see. Ooh, I hate uh, that. You can't say that and also say you have the most progressive platform ever. Those are uh, you can't brag about it after saying it's very frustrating. I'm not going to get into that. But anyway, um, but anyway, uh, those kinds of moves, like for sure. Um, say that you're going to do those things and like fire people up for those things. But again, what now? Like, this is all stuff later. This is all yeah. stuff to say like, oh, if we get the Senate, if we get the presidency, we're going to do this and this and this and this. Great. Say that, say that you're going to do those things and actually like make it seem like you're going to commit to those things instead of this weird, like, uh, conflict thing going on. But that's for later. The, the important things are like what to do now to stop it from happening. On a personal level, that does feel like something that me, that our listeners, that anybody can can start adopting into their their way of talking about mm-hmm. this. Um, yeah. On a Same personal level, college. that's something yeah. that we can do to move the needle continuously towards achieving these things. Talk about that. Normalize yes. these ideas. Mm-hmm. Put them out there. Because when they gain popularity, then they start to hold sway over politicians actually doing something. And right, yeah. That isn't a great <laughs> feeling right now. <laughs> like, it's not comforting. But it is something that we can work towards. 
it's it's something yeah if like there you know it is one of it's one of the things it's one of the parts of it um mm-hmm. again i keep coming back to this just because it's exactly what you're talking about like people coming around to like wow the supreme court is kind of a flawed system wow electoral college kind of sucks like all these things have been happening that seem in direct conflict with the idea of democracy and uh That's a nice that has it radicalized people um and in the same way of like well maybe we should do this yeah think about doing this down the line think about doing this down the line and uh convincing the party to not only say them but like try to convince people of it to mean them. um to mean them like i keep i i come back a lot to like biden saying like health care is a human right while at the same time like not working to guarantee health care to every uh human being in the country um uh, which means it's not really a human right in your eyes. Like, if you think voting is a human right, you're not going to be like, I think it should, you, you should have a public option to pay for your vote. Like, well, no, you make sure everybody gets to vote, and that's what your plan is. But um, in that kind of way, just sort of pushing yeah. people to, like, well, say it, but also convince people of it. Because if you if you work to convince people of it, then they will. That's part of leadership. Leadership is convincing people that good things are good and possible. Yeah. We have to take another quick break. Cool. Then we're going to come back and talk about more things that are not this, but related to this. Fill up on candy, folks. Welcome to the worst year ever. We'll get through together or not. With every CBD product claiming to do something different, it's nearly impossible to decide what's best for you. Lazarus Naturals pioneered the farm-to-front-door model of transparency where they handle each step of the production process to ensure quality, potency, and consistency. Scannable labels allow you to see the test results of your hemp batch so you can be confident in the safety and quality. Visit LazarusNaturals.com today. Lazarus Naturals, committed to improving your life as well as the world around you. Not available in Idaho, Iowa, or South Dakota. Mom met a lot of your demands over the years. This Mother's Day, get her the Bartesian cocktail maker that makes premium cocktails on demand. In just 30 seconds, have your choice of over 60 premium or seasonal cocktails, all at the touch of a button. Get $50 off on the Bartesian cocktail maker now when you buy one pack of cocktail capsules. So, for all the times you made a mess, get Mom the countertop cocktail system that makes premium cocktails without making any mess at all. For all the times you begged for soda, get her premium cocktail capsules made with real fruit juice and craft bitters. For all the times you demanded tacos for dinner, get her the Bartesian that mixes margaritas in just 30 seconds. Make mom's Mother's Day and all the 364 days that aren't Mother's Day with a Bartesian cocktail maker at $50 off. Visit B-A-R-T-E-S-I-A-N.com backslash mother now to get $50 off the Bartesian premium cocktail maker. Bartesian, premium cocktails on demand. Had enough of those supplements that leave you feeling nothing? Symbiotica is your solution to great tasting all natural supplements that actually work. Crafted with premium plant-based ingredients, their products have no seed oils, fillers, or artificial nonsense. It's just pure goodness in every pouch. Try them out and actually feel the difference today. Visit Symbiotica.com and use code IHEART for 15% off plus free shipping on your subscription order. Again, that's 15% off plus free shipping on your subscription order. Go to Symbiotica.com. That's C-Y-M-B-I-O-T-I-K-A dot Com. Everything is so dumb, 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 and dumb, we are back. Back. Cool, cool, cool. Cool. Um, we've talked about Ruth Bader Ginsburg. We've talked about what happens next, what we do next. Um, 
we haven't talked about Trump's potential picks. It's a very big deal what this means. It's a very big deal how many uh, picks people that Trump has has appointed, not just to the Supreme Court, but just to the benches in general. So I'm going to start off this section with a little quote from a Vox article. In less than four years as president, Trump has appointed 201 lawyers to lifetime appointments on the federal bench, including 53 to powerful seats on the United States Courts of Appeal. By contrast, President Obama appointed only 55 appellate judges during his eight years as president. One reason for this disparity is that Senate Republicans, led by Mitch McConnell, imposed a near total blockade on appeals court confirmations during Obama's final two years in the White House. That meant Trump has effectively been able to fill all the appeals court vacancies that arose during his presidency, plus nearly all the vacancies that should have been filled in Obama's last two years in office. I guess that could have gone in the last section. Mm. Um, but it is um, great. Daunting. Great. I'll, take, great. I'll go great. with great, great to see that kind of um, uh, laid out all in front of us like that. Terrifying. And it's just uh, this is another quote uh, from a different Vox article written by Ian Milheiser. In an age of legislative dysfunction, whoever controls the courts controls the country. In the past decade or so, or more precisely, since Republicans took over the House in 2011, Congress has been barely functional. You can count on one hand and possibly on just two, on a few fingers the major legislation that has enacted. Judges, by contrast, have become the most consequential policymakers in the nation. They have gutted America's co- campaign finance law and dismantled much of the Voting Rights Act. They've allowed states to deny health coverage to millions of Americans. They've held that religion can be wielded as a sword to cut away the rights of others. They've drastically watered down the federal ban on sexual harassment, and that barely scratches the surface. So I say all this just to further underscore how important the role the court that judges um, hold in our country right now, now more than ever, probably, because our Senate, our Congress— Sucks. (laughs) Sucks. <laughs> yeah. Um, nobody likes Congress. I mean, and that's what that's how this stuff happens and crumbles and uh you deteriorate faith in institutions and by actually doing that, um, and you get to a point where there's political gridlock and it seems like nothing can get done, and so people uh gravitate towards like a strongman type uh who says he's going to solve all, all of the comes problems. Back around to fascism a- with you. I mean, yeah. Yeah, it's um, one of those things that always ends well. It always... <laughs> um, and all things end there. Uh, but, like, I mean, that's what, like, if, you know, Republicans stopping all stopping X and Y and, and all this stuff, while also now getting these judges, and uh, you stop progress, and then you have Trump lifting them up while claiming, like, Congress doesn't get anything done, and I'll do it, but he's the he's of the party that stopped things from being done. Um, yeah. It's just a, it's a, a big power con, um, and they've been doing it for a long time. So let's talk about who this appointee might be. We don't really know yet. Um, obviously, Trump floated a list a couple of weeks ago that included Tom Cotton and Ted Cruz. I don't actually think that they are in contention here. We're, no, we're pretty sure at this point that it's going to be yeah. a woman. Well, he said he's going it's, to pick a woman. Uh, which, I say we're pretty sure because I don't know. Oh, good. He's Trump's gotten do, woke but, now. That's good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, um, the su- summary of it all is 
He has several women cool on his short good. list, and they're all terrible and an insult to the legacy of Ruth Bader Ginsburg. And it's depressing. Uh, the top person on his short list was also mentioned when I Like Beer was appointed. Mm-hmm. Uh, Amy Coney Barrett uh, would be terrifying and horrible. Yeah, that's who they. Uh, that's who they're <sighs> probably going to push the most because yeah, they that's know. What I think. Well, uh, aside from like what she believes and would help them do, uh, they know that she would be the one that makes the left angrier. It triggers the left the most. She's a political uh, choice. Yeah, they're uh, they're half of uh, their whole approach to politics is uh, owning the libs, and that's the one that would do it the most. And they, so they can laugh because uh, they're cruel. She's also um, the youngest. She's she's forty eight. Yeah. which would be the youngest Supreme Court justice. Um, yeah, um, but well, yeah, I mean, what, fake, it's, a, yeah, the fake woke thing is very funny, because, um, yeah, uh, let's get a woman in there who will uh, not I defend think, women's rights. I think we all know that just because someone's a woman doesn't mean that they're good. <laughs> I hope so. Uh, yeah, um, yeah it, it's it's pretty terrifying, the whole thing. She's quoted um, yeah, she's they'll... quoted to say uh the fundamental element that the woman has a right to choose abortion will probably stand. She added, the controversy right now is about funding. It's a question of whether abortions will be publicly or privately funded. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm I'm sure that's it. I'm sure that's the only thing. Yeah, um, she also led a three-woman panel of judges that said Purdue University may have discriminated against a male student accused of sexual assault when he was suspended for a year. A punishment that yeah she so she 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 sided with him because he he was suspended for a year which made him ineligible from uh, getting a spot in the navy, uh, and she said it's plausible that university officials chose to believe Jane because she is a woman and to believe John because he is a man and disbelieve John because he is a man. Traitor! She's a a goddamn traitor. <laughs> I know. Uh, she's terrifying. Um, uh, and, you know. Well, I mean, the way they talk about like choice. I mean, yeah, they've they want to overturn Roe v. Wade. That's what they want to do. Um, that is their plan. Um, they want to overturn the separation of church and state. Yeah. Well, yeah. There it is. Yeah. Um, Feels like we're kind of running out of steam about talking. About I'm this. very upset. Well, it's <laughs> yeah. It's one of those things where it's like. Here's a list of all the people, and you don't even have to go through the list to be like, well, it's not good. <laughs> um, and no one's been officially picked yet. And again, it's One like, it's not that even we cross like, when we get there, but right. And like, it's again, it's like, well, it's not the important thing is just to stop the nomination process and stuff. It doesn't really even happening. matter who it is that he puts forward. We know what they're going to stand for, we know that what they're going to try to do. Not that I believe that Trump cares about these things, but he 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 knows that's how he gets elected. No. And like, I mean, even uh, and Ted Cruz has already given up some of the game, too, and talking about how, like, uh, we need them because, you know, if the contested election, we're going to need a full uh, full court yep. to decide that uh, Trump had a quote um, that I'm going to pull up uh, to his rally about um, we're going to have a victory on November 3rd, the likes of which you've never seen. Now we're counting on the federal court system to make it so that we can actually have an evening where we know who wins, not where the mm-hmm. votes are going to be counted a week later or two weeks later or and so on. So it's very clear, like that's that's it's all part of it. It's all part of their goal. Um, and it, it would be great if the opposition party opposed 
it would and be resist great it effectively. Um, I hope they don't do a couple of photo ops and how dare you, sirs, and then it, let it happen anyway. That point about the election night, thank you for bringing that up. I, I, I was thinking about that earlier is, is one of the most terrifying about it, because as we already know, it's terrifying in so many ways because it's a reminder of what a shit show it is going to be. Um, the fight mm-hmm. of election night when we know that so many of these votes are going to be trickling in, that they're mail-in ballots. We know that the election will be impossible to call on election night at this point, um, most likely, unless everybody's already sent their ballots in. Well, right. That's the other, like, <laughs> in talking about the election, it's the the scary part the very frustrating thing is that it's going to be a shit show no matter what uh the only scenario where it's not a complete shit show is if joe biden wins by a landslide if it's clearly an overwhel- overwhelming landslide uh then it's going to be what you're talking about by what oh, you're talking yeah. about you mean sweet right yeah it's gonna be sweet okay cool i just wanted to make sure uh-huh, uh-huh. can't so- wait It'll be the worst night of the worst year ever. Oh, we don't know about that. There's still more. There's still more year after that. Got also, two months. Yeah. Two months later, who knows? <sighs> I mean, guys, let's end this on a, a different kind of a vibe note. Tell me something good. Tell me something good. Uh, um, you know, I. Yeah. My fingers almost healed. That's really Yay. good. That actually is really good news. From when that fascist broke it with a baton. Yeah, fuck yeah. that fascist. And I fascist. have uh, real fun new armored gloves coming in the mail that Amazing. I'm excited about. They're made out of license plates. Very cool. You're like, like, uh... You're some like sort in, of, like... Like in j- Rust? Like yeah. the video game Rust? Yes, yes, Cody. That's 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 what I have to do for my life now. <laughs> I'm also I'm also... Uh, in the process of armoring my raincoat. Um, uh-huh, so uh-huh, uh-huh, things uh-huh. are You're prepared for cool. everything. Yeah. yeah. I mean, the neat thing about life in 2020 is that a sizable chunk of the things that I thought, like, wouldn't that be neat when I was a kid reading <laughs> cyberpunk novels? Like, like a lot of that's happened. Um, yeah. It just turns out that I actually hate it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we've been, we've been that's conditioned. That's growing up, you know. Uh, yeah by films for decades and decades to not only expect uh, a dystopia, but to kind of embrace a dystopia. But it turns out dystopias suck. (laughs) They're dystopic. Um, Um, Cody, you share something good. Oh, Robert's uh, finger's getting a lot better. That's amazing. I love to hear it. (laughs) Uh Uh-huh. Katie, Uh, what's something good that happened to you or is happening? What's something good that's happened or is happening? Um... You think I would have prepared an answer since I started this line of questioning? Uh, <laughs> lots of good things are happening every day. Uh, no, I think I've convinced mm-hmm. my mom to come. I'm, I'm going to rent an Airbnb for my mom to come stay in and be near me for a little bit. Um, That's nice. I I have a little bit if of reservations about it because she's in a pretty COVID-free area. Um, but we'll just hang out inside and get tested if she does that and. You know, that's a really nice and comforting thought to me right now that I'm looking forward yes. to very at, much. At the very least, it's a comforting thought. 
Yes. Um, yeah, that's I mean, ni- that's nice to uh, and yeah. it's something to work towards. And it's kind of like, oh, how how adjusting to how you have a family during this time. And it's, yeah. you know, I normally wouldn't do that. But I think maybe that's the best way yeah. to, to sneak in some quality time. And I need it. I need my mom. <laughs> you know, we all we know we all need our moms. Whoever your mom um, may be, whatever form your mom yeah. takes. Yeah. Oh, I actually. So uh, this I'll keep. Uh, brief. Oh, you've got great news. Well, I've got nice news, I guess. Um, well, it's it's less news. It's just like, oh, that's a little hopeful. I got a message uh, today on Twitter from somebody uh, who talked about how uh, they were raised in the same sort of indoctrination as Ben Shapiro or Ted Cruz. And their personal distaste for like Trump as a person led me led him uh, to watching uh, videos and consuming a lot of these uh, things and like the news uh, show that we do. And uh, he's like radicalized, I guess now. Um, Yay! That's uh, great news. That's not the news yeah. I thought you were going to share, but that's great. No, I mean, I, 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 I mean, personal news. I, I don't. I try to not be do personal news uh, on online that much. Um, so I think you're alluding to the actual really good news, which is that I'm an uncle now, and the baby is adorable. And <laughs> so brother, cute! Oh, congratulations, yeah. Cody! Um, my, yeah, uh, it's Fantastic. he's got he's got he's a lucky child who's going to have some wonderful now, parents uh, to be raised by. Which of my names is your brother giving to the baby? You're, you're, he's, uh, the he's reverend the child after me. The right? reverend is his name. Yeah, the reverend. The That's reverend. A good name. His, the his reverend first, Johnston. His first name is the. His middle name is Reverend. Yeah. I look forward to when he's in the DMV That's and they call really Reverend, funny. comma the. Uh huh. Uh-huh. It's gonna be very and funny. Sophie, be... I think I know your news. You're getting a, a new present tomorrow. Oh, I was gonna say that my Republican father said he will not be voting for Donald Trump. That's much better. That's Absolutely. really good news. I've been working on that for, uh, mm-hmm. uh, you know, since, uh, you know, every four years. Day. Yeah. Every, four years, every day. Yeah. And uh, he said, I mean, he, he, he's not going to vote for him. And that means a lot to me. I think your news and Cody's message are a really great way to wrap this up. And um, yes, I do get a, a sofa tomorrow. Yes. She's also getting a sofa tomorrow. But. Our conversations matter on a, on, on a personal level. Your actions matter. They have trickling out effects. Yeah. People aren't lost. Your people. Um, if you think they're lost, they're not. You know, I'm hoping that we've reached enough people, but we clearly are reaching people. All of us, you guys, the listeners, you know, um, and I'm proud of you. I, it's fucking hard. And I don't know when it's going to get better, but we'll get through it together. It, it, mm-hmm. And it doesn't get better not, unless we not. keep God doing it. it. <laughs> yes, or not. Anyway, That's I'm done being goes. a sap. We're going to play quoting, us out now. Just quoting it. Um, yeah. you, can fo- you can follow uh, Katie on Twitter and Instagram at Katie Stoll. You can follow Cody on Twitter and Instagram at Dr. Mr. Cody. You can follow Robert on Twitter at I Write Okay. You can follow us at Where's Your Pod. We have a tea public store. Worst Year Ever is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. With every CBD product claiming to do something different, it's nearly impossible to decide what's best for you. 
Lazarus Naturals pioneered the farm-to-front-door model of transparency where they handle each step of the production process to ensure quality, potency, and consistency. Scannable labels allow you to see the test results of your hemp batch so you can be confident in the safety and quality. Visit LazarusNaturals.com today. Lazarus Naturals, committed to improving your life as well as the world around you. Not available in Idaho, Iowa, or South Dakota. What's up, y'all? Janice Torres here. And I'm Austin Hankwitz. We're the hosts of Mind the Business, Small Business Success Stories, a podcast presented by iHeartRadio's Ruby Studios and Intuit QuickBooks. Join us as we speak with small business owners about the tools they use to turn their ideas into success. From finding that initial spark of entrepreneurship to organizing payments and invoices, we've got you covered. So follow and listen to Mind the Business, Small Business Success Stories on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey guys, back at the playground again, huh? Yep. You know what this playground could use? A wine country. Heck yeah. And some waves. So we could go surfing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> ah, love that. A redwood forest would be cool. I'm in. Ah, ski slopes. Let's do it. Um, can a girl go shopping? Yeah, baby. Wait. Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com.